And time now for our weekly wellness update. Here is our wellness expert finder on Instagram at Go With Your Gut. Laura DeSanctis joins us here on 640 Toronto. Laura, good afternoon. Hi, Jeff. Good afternoon. Okay, we're going to talk about early risers this week and getting out of bed early. Like we're talking 5 a.m., that, that kind of early. And it seems like, I don't know, Laura, every book on productivity says the most successful people, they all get up early. Is there really a correlation between getting out of bed and achieving your goals? Mm, I mean, I've seen that even with uh, Tim Cook, Oprah. There's a lot of successful public figures and executives that really state that there is a secret kind of behind getting up super early in the morning at 5 a.m., uh, one of the reasons is because people feel that they're more productive. So some people jump up out of bed and they're constantly feeling like they're behind and they're on the go. But when you wake up earlier, um, let's say 5 a.m., you can take your time instead of jumping out of bed and feeling like you're always late. You can take your time to read or journal or enjoy a cup of coffee or a smoothie. And a lot of people find those extra two to three hours in the morning is that time when they can really be productive and not feel that all these other tasks um, that they're behind. But what I also noticed is that when you first wake up, your brain, I don't know if you knew this, Jeff, is that a range um, between 8 to 13 hertz. So you're in this alpha stage. And what that means is your subconscious mind is the most impressionable and it soaks up all this information like a sponge. So a lot of highly successful people, what they do is they will meditate or write out affirmations. Uh, whatever they're exposed to in those first 20 minutes would really help set the tone for their day. Um, and that's why they consciously choose to be happy and stay focused and not feel distracted. You know, it's funny you say that because I was thinking back to early in my career when I did morning radio. And I, you want to talk about an early riser. It was like 3.15. Wow. Okay, that's when the alarm was set. But by the time I actually got out of bed, it was probably like 3.35. That's still early, okay. though. But <laughs> regardless, I really began to kind of embrace and enjoy that first hour of the morning because from 3.30 to 4.30, basically nobody is up or it feels like the world's still asleep. And I really did have some time to be with myself each and every day. And my thoughts, and you're right, you were kind of more open to things at that time. Yeah. For sure. Did you notice? So how did your body feel? Because I can speak about that a little bit as well in terms of the biochemistry. How did you feel in terms of your body? Did you feel like it was easy for you to wake up at those times after 30 days? Was it consistent? Yeah, well, I think your body gets into some sort of biorhythm, right? Uh, but I will say this, though. You were always walking around with a bit of brain fog uh, later in the day because uh, <laughs> that was just way too early. Yeah. So you have to make sure if you are going to be an early riser, if you are going to get up at 5 a.m., that means you should be going to bed at 10 p.m. So between the hours of 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. is when your body's going to get the most regenerative uh, and deep sleep. And that's what a lot of people often forget or uh, they lack. It's that quality of sleep between 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. And that's something we also spoke about a few times on the radio, um, something to do with your circadian rhythm. So our body is closely linked to the day and night cycle. So within one to two hours of the sun setting, your melatonin levels are going to start to rise. And that's your body telling you that it's time to go to bed. Unfortunately, a lot of people fight this and they stay up you know, till 12 o'clock or 1 a.m. And then if they're trying to get up at 5 a.m., they're going to feel really groggy. Right. They're not getting that regenerative, that deep sleep.
Well, I was going to ask you about that. You really do have to listen to your body. I mean, if you convince yourself that getting up at 5 a.m. is the key to success, one of the other keys to success in health is making sure, and this is something you and I have spoken about so many times, mm-hmm. is uh, making sure that sleep is a priority and that your body is getting the rest that it truly deserves and needs. That's right. And I think even making that simple shift, let's say if we go to bed at 11 p.m., going to bed at 10 p.m. and making sure that one hour is going to have a huge difference in the quality of our sleep. We're going to wake up feeling refreshed and there's high chances that we're going to wake up feeling energized because we allow our bodies to, we listen to our bodies, like you said, and we allow our bodies to take advantage of their natural uh, neurochemistry. All right. What about those that are listening right now to us, Laura, and they're saying, yeah, okay, this all sounds good, but I'm just not a morning person. That's not me. I'm not a morning person. Is that true? I mean, are there certain people that are just kind of, I don't know, hardwired to be morning uh, people? Or do you think that that's just a state of mind that you need to break through, maybe? I think it's a state of mind that you need to break through. I think for a lot of people, even if they challenge themselves to going to bed earlier, maybe half an hour, if an hour is too much for them, and seeing how they feel within 30 days, um, I think it's really, again, listening to your body because a lot of the times we chronically deprive our body and sleep is one of those things that we deprive our body with. So if you can do it, um, again, it really depends though on the type of job you have as well. I mean, if you're in a profession where you're always on or you're on call, it may be hard to commit to waking up at 5 a.m. every day consistently. But I really think um, if you can do it, try to set the tone for the day and see how you feel, making sure you get those eight hours of sleep, listening to your body. And like, as I mentioned before, that circadian rhythm, it really affects not only about how you sleep, but the metabolic changes in your body. And there's been tons of research and studies that have linked to um, sleep and depression or circadian rhythm waking up, making sure that there's the sunlight, regulation of blood sugar and cholesterol with having enough sleep, um, circadian rhythm influencing our mental health. So there's so many um, factors associated with our circadian rhythm, getting enough sleep. And if you can wake up early and wake up early and making sure you still get those eight hours, that's even better. What is the best way to spend that time if I do commit to waking up early? Is it fitness? Because uh, I've tried that. I've tried working out at five in the morning, and that is tough. I mean, I remember Mark, I Mark Wahlberg made news, right? Was it a year or two ago when he released his schedule, and he would work out at like 2.30 in the morning? Yeah, Mark Wahlberg, 2.30 a.m. The Rock is 3.30 a.m., and I think that's Michelle Obama's 4.30 a.m., And for me, that's pretty early. I'm I'm still a little bit um, groggy or sleepy. So what I like to do during that time is journal, meditate, um, reflect, have self-affirmations, write things out for my day, maybe even my checklist, enjoying to get outside and having my smoothie in the morning or even a coffee the first thing in the morning and just having that peace and silence before I start the day. But I know everyone's different. Some people like to just start um, hitting the treadmill hard in the morning or doing a a fitness class or a Zoom class online. So it really depends on how you are. But I would say if you're just starting out um, and you're trying to be consistent with waking up at 5 a.m., I would do something more yin, maybe like a yoga or Pilates journaling instead of really hardcore fitness classes. If you can handle it, that's great. But again, everyone's body is going to respond differently. All right. Oprah, Michelle Obama, The Rock. Why can't we have just one person that says, I'm successful because I sleep in? (laughs) (laughs) That person. (laughs) Laura, great stuff as always. Thanks so much for this. Appreciate it. All right. There goes our wellness expert, Laura DeSanctis again. Find her on Instagram at go with your gut.